Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Tuesday, July 11th in the year 2023. Lots of crazy things happening, and obviously we have to be looking also at this constant influence problem that we have of the world trying to be collapsed with the war on children. We're going to talk about a few of those things here, including an interesting interview, that segment from RFK Jr., which I'll share here in just a moment. Patriots, one thing for sure right now in this time when there is so much pressure on our health to keep us unhealthy is we have to do what we can to ensure that we are not relying on the corporate medical tyranny that's out there. One of those things that is great for the body is CBD products, and they are truly a whole health body product. And there's no better source than CBDistillery.com, CBDistillery.com. Relaxation products, sleep sleep relief and pain relief products, better ways to sleep overall, and products for recovery after fitness. All of this through American industrial-grown hemp that has been highly tested for its purity, and any of the ingredients that they add into these products are 100% healthy for the body and for us. So check it out, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. You absolutely will not be disappointed. Using your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get 20% off, and orders over $75 get free shipping. So I would highly recommend that you check these out. I've really been happy with these products. My mom uses them, I use them, and it's made a significant difference in the whole body health. And so check it out, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Again, promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you get 20% off. Orders over $75 get free shipping. It's worth the investment. It's worth having them in your medical cabinet. It's worth for the whole body health. All right, Patriots, I want to play an interesting interview here from RFK. It's a segment. He was. It's not the full interview. It's a segment of it from uh, Jesse Waters' interview. Here it goes. Why hasn't the Biden administration punished China? Punished China for what? For the lab leak, for withholding PPE during the pandemic. I think one of the reasons we haven't investigated the Wuhan lab is because the U.S. government, not just through NIH, but through the CIA and through USAID, was actually funding the studies in the, U- in the Wuhan lab. And we did a very, very big technology transfer of bioweapons technology to the Wuhan lab, and, and uh, bioweapons technology that was developed at NIH expense. I think the CIA was involved in, uh, certainly in this research, they were funding it through USAID. And NIH, I think, in the end, gave about $26 million in funding to the Wuhan lab. But USAID, which was functioning as a CIA surrogate, gave over $64 million. And the Pentagon also gave a lot of money. Now, there's an interesting connection here to all this, obviously, which is going to center on the Pentagon, their funding of these this research, which is bridged into the bioweapons labs, which we have globally. And there's also the question of, is it Wuhan or was it China, as President Trump would say, tied to Ukraine, which is very possible because there's a section in, there's a place in Ukraine that has a bioweapons lab that has C-H-Y-N-A in its name. So my guess is this is a rabbit hole of rabbit holes. As we start to unwind this, we start to realize, as I've said here before, that most of the issues around the bioweapons labs have been to use that as a hammer over people's, over nations' heads, as a sort of standing threat that if they didn't stay with the dollar hegemony, that bioweapons would be released, populations would be destroyed, etc. So this war is very dark, 
And that also puts the reflection back on us as a nation of what exactly our government is, which we are occupied as a government versus a government of the people. That's the fight we have to reclaim. That's the place we have to reclaim is reclaiming the place of the people to know that we truly regain our power back. Now, with that, when we start talking about the CIA, you can't talk about the CIA without talking about the insidious attack on the, on the American public, which is to ultimately mainstream pedophilia. There's no greater destructive force than that right there. Take a listen to this. This comes out of the BBC. It's all part of the same network of hell that they're trying to put upon everybody. How about this for an absolute shocker? The Telegraph report that the World Health Organization, who gave us disastrous COVID lockdowns, who sided with China over the lab leak theory, and hopped into bed with obese health guru Bill Gates to roll out vaccine tyranny, now think that four-year-olds should learn about sex, masturbation, the pleasure their own body can give them, and reflect on what their gender identity might be. Four-year-olds. This is all part of the terrifying woke movement, which has infiltrated our politics, the media, corporations, and our public institutions. At the extreme ends, and I'm not making this up, there are figures on the hard progressive left who think paedophiles should be renamed as minor attracted adults for their dignity and their understanding. You heard me right. And whether it's provocative sexualized drag show acts in primary schools, or male woodwork teachers in Canada with their fake tits pouring out all over the place, it seems that woke ideology is deeply perverted and seeks to effectively groom tiny children into questioning whether they are a boy or a girl and sexualizing them from the age of naught. That's right, I kid you not, the WHO guidance to schools, God help us, says that sexuality education starts from birth. If you don't think that's sick, if you don't think that's disgusting, if you don't think that should be illegal, then I can't help you. The World Health Organization can go to hell. He's absolutely right. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm just going to say this openly. At this point in time, there's, there's no making peace with the trans movement. Okay? This is a, they are a different group of people. They're almost like a separate species in this world. And unfortunately, every one of the people in the LGBTQ movement that absolutely align or in some way even give a head nod to this idea that children are theirs to groom, what we would call groom, what they'll say things like help them realize their, their sexuality, they're groomers. And there's no making peace here. Sure, we can pray for you, but don't come near the kids. It's just a red line here. And I'm just going to be clear. I know how I feel. I think that feeling is shared by many. You come near the kids. You're going to face, face the wrath of the mother and the father. All right, Patriots, 11 minutes after the hour, let's pray. Father God, we come to you today very humbled. And as always, we pray into this moment heavily with hearts that are feeling the pain that our children are suffering through. Every moment that we sit on this side, we feel the, the pain of children. Another child, even as we will do this show, will be abducted. Another child, even as we do this show, will be raped. Another child, even as we do this show, will be exploited by some for some fashion, be it a medical experiment or adrenochrome taken from their body. It's, it's a horrific space that we're in in this world. Father, we pray for mercy for this nation and pray for the mercy of the world that truly has put priorities on the wrong things. We set priorities on our bills, on our money, on 
all of the things that we shouldn't care about, and yet the most important asset ever given, the most important gift ever given is our children. So, Father, we pray for forgiveness for this nation and mercy in a critical hour. And as we do that, we pray equally for the might and the force of the Holy Spirit to well within the hearts of those that walk with Jesus, does not start standing and being mighty in this hour. And Father, as we have continued this prayer with this commission given to us here in Bard's Nation, as things continue to confirm and to unfold before us, we pray that continued pathway forward will be clear for each one of us, that the place and station that we each have in this fight, in this war, to ultimately save the children become exceedingly clear. While there are so many people out here caught into the mazes of information, trying to find the root of the truth, trying to track down what is right, what is wrong, rallying around an election of 2024 that's still 18 months out, trying to envision a presidency with President Trump and we have no idea of understanding the pathway to even how he gets there. We're always doing this in distraction and avoiding the greatest topic and greatest issue of all, the protection, which is the rescue, the, the healing, and the restoration of the children the three pillars of this Operation Vineyard. Father, we continue to pray with thanks and, and glory in our hearts and just humbleness that you would task us with such an amazing commission, a commission that is now touching so many hearts and awakening so many visions that were shared earlier in their lives, a time that's sparking the passions and the love truly for the children that is greater than any politics and any division that we currently have. And this is truly a threshing that we're witnessing that as we witness this here before us, we're truly seeing where the hearts of those that are truly understanding the root of the problem versus those that are caught and consumed into the nonsense of the lies. We pray, Father, that this continued press forward as we do, that we'll continue to shake that out and open people's eyes to the true root of evil in this world. As you're the words you gave to me, whomever controls the children controls the world. And for us to be truly set free, we must free your children. So, Father, let those words ring in true, and we ask today in this prayer that that will ring in deep and true to understand the true sense of those words, whomever controls the children controls the world. Those are words words spoken first in a spiritual realm. And for us to appreciate the magnitude of going after the children is to appreciate that the fabric of the spiritual world is being hijacked by the demonic because we, as a people, are not stepping into our rights and our authorities to do what we were commanded to do to step on snakes and scorpions and take authority over all, over all evil. And because of that, we are allowing the greatest gift, the basics of innocence in this world to be corrupted. So again, Father, we pray for mercy, but we equally pray for hearts of action and hearts of might and glory. We pray for the Davids to stand now. We pray for the Joshuas to stand and command. We pray for the, the, we pray for the Gideons to rally the armies. And it's not about the many. It's about the true hearts in the fight to truly have the heart of kingdom and the love of what you want for us, to walk within this, this walk within the mightiness in the body of Christ, to understand truly the sense of love, the power of love, not the power of anger and wrath and vengeance. Those are the tools of the enemy to corrupt and divide. But rather, Father, a heart when swelled and emboldened with the true sense of agape love and to appreciate that love is not always easy but love is always about trying to bring people back to the kingdom. Justice and judgment are yours, Father. And while we can pray into that, we must always remember that line. And though you may lead our hand in those acts of justice, 
Let us remember that in the end, it is you that guides us, we don't guide ourselves. This is the easiest trap of all that we get caught with as we carefully navigate a space and then suddenly find in the emotions of the events that we can too often trip over the line and find ourselves trying to bring justice by our own hand. For those moments, Father, we, we, just, we begin by praying for, for forgiveness for those trips and failures that we make. But more importantly here, Father, we pray for the solidness of the con- con- connection we have with you, to have a clarity in the wisdom and the voice that you give us, to understand truly the walk and the path we make. That means full surrender, Father, full surrender to you, full surrender to our Savior, Jesus. And Jesus is our Lord. We pray that you will walk this walk with us, be present with us as we walk this walk in flesh to understand the difficulties, the challenges, and the landmines that are being set before us. Let us not be tripped up by the emotional triggers, but let us stay focused purely on that in- the mission that you've placed before us, a mission to truly rescue, heal, and restore the children of this world. Children that are first in our hearts are those that are being exploited, be equally those that are now not in that realm, but need to be kept safe. And for those that are being exploited, not just by sexual trafficking, but those that are being exploited by retarded parents that are being subdued and, and, and brought into this darkness of the evil realm, allowing or even encouraging their children to be converted. Whatever that hell is, let it be cast out. And we place a hedge of protection around any of those children in the homes that are being nurtured and groomed to become part of Satan's army. And for those children that don't know what they are doing, forgive them, Father, for what they have done or what they endure. And greater than that, Father, we pray with the authorities given to us by the blood of Christ, we pray for miraculous healing of these children. That even if they have been subjected to the hormone therapies or subjected to the torturous ideologies of gender confusion, or even worse, if they've been subjected to the surgeries that have physically destroyed their bodies. Father, we pray in this moment for miraculous healing of these children, a spontaneous and miraculous healing that will transform their bodies back to the perfection that they were given in kingdom and remove any of the confusion that has been put into their brains. Let their hearts hear you. Let their bodies feel the power and glory of the Holy Spirit in the miraculous of healing and let the world be stunned and rebuked by their foolishness of trying to tend to and meddle with God's children. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We have to believe in a greaterness of miraculous healing. We have to believe in that. Because this war is not going to be won by the hands of men. This war is going to be won by the mightiness of the sons and daughters of the Most High that step into the powers and authorities given to us to truly step in and heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to do greater works than he. We have those authorities and those commissions on this earth as we walk now into a greater commission. The magnitude of this commission that Father has placed before us is incredible to literally build a national and global network of safe houses to rescue, heal, and restore the children. A commission is incredible in its size and scope. And that is something that each one of us needs to pray into and to understand that we each have a place and station if we're willing to accept the part of that commission. Now, Father is also playing it very clear that we have to stay focused on the resources that we have before us now. Resources will flow, but we have to get very clear on ourselves and where we step into this. Such an important point.
All right, Patriots, I want to play a really powerful piece here. This is literally the scope and gamut of this, what I would call the greatest information war ever to be waged on humanity. The best way to gain control of the most intelligent, powerful species on the planet would be to completely divide them from the love within themselves. As soon as they are old enough to begin creating an understanding of who they are, force them into a system that teaches them that it is wrong to be yourself if yourself is different from what is accepted as normal. Confuse them about their own biological makeup so that they think that permanently altering their body is the answer to happiness. Require their daily attendance at an institution that makes them focus only on the information that is provided. Make them attend that institution from age 5 until an adult and repeatedly test them on the information so that it becomes their truth. Give them an explanation to everything so that they never have a chance to make their own assumptions of the world. Scold them and humiliate them if they suggest an opinion that opposes that of their authoritatives. Keep reminding them of how cruel their ancestors were to each other in the past and broadcast how cruel they are to each other in the present. Only show them tragedies on the news so that they live in fear and think the worst of one another. Convince them that their species used to be that of an incognizant wild animal. Make them think that their very existence is so incredibly random that they lack purpose and struggle to make sense of a creator. Tell them that their kind is as smart as they've ever been so that they don't question the integrity of the system that they're in. Provide them idols with artificial beauty and use them as examples of what it is to look perfect so that they are never content with their own appearance and can't help but to compare themselves amongst each other. Create addictive digital platforms that rank them by numbers so that they base their self-worth off of the amount of followers that they have and are never satisfied. Build a society around them in which those who have money benefit and those who don't fail. Make money their main focus, but make it so difficult to accumulate that they remain in a place of constant struggle, forced to dedicate the majority of their time to the system that made it this way. Tax them in every way possible, but tell them that it's for their own benefit so that they don't think twice about paying it. Take so much of their time and energy throughout the week, but give them two days to themselves so that they feel a sense of reward and don't fight back. Promote the consumption of poison in every social setting so that even on those two days, they remain disconnected from themselves and each other. Pump their food with excess sugars and addictive chemicals, but make it cheap, advertised, and easily accessible so that they never stop consuming. When their food makes them ill, prescribe them medication that only masks the symptoms so that they become dependent on it every day. Charge them so much money for health care so that they stay in a constant loop of consuming, medicating, and working. Cause chaos amongst them and blame it on a group of their own so that they form judgmental stereotypes. Turn them against each other in so many ways so that even if they were to connect on one, they would still be divided by another. Pages, this piece I just did is now pinned in the uh, Bards FM uh, tel Telegram family room. It's there for you to hear. These are very, very powerful positions that we have here. And I just want you to step back for a moment and just realize just how perfect and glorious our Father is, just how amazing our Father is. We, there are two critical pillars that keep jumping out before us, and that is home churches and homeschooling, followed by food sovereignty, health sovereignty, and getting separated from the corporate yoke. All of those things, those five top five things, were part of county by county as a centerpiece that was put upon our hearts to, to work and each of us diligently build in our lives three years ago. And now as we face this critical crisis, as we look at that structure, we realize that God gave us the keys to begin to protect the children. Now, this last piece I want you to hear, it's, it's really profound. And just before that, I want to give one call out to one of our great sponsors. And that is that one thing every one of us needs to do. Yeah, it's called Home Defense Plan. 
Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. I'll tell you, every time I hear my, I did that ad too, and every time I laugh, don't, don't trust the government to keep you safe. Are you kidding? Like, who would do that at this point in time? Insane. Because the government literally is like the bowels of the devil himself. This is a great piece, and I don't know who did this, but this is an amazing piece of, of a, as if the devil is speaking to us about his plan. Really good. I want you to hear it. If I was the devil, my first victim would be the kids. From the moment they left their mother's precious wombs and were born, I would condition them to see racial division as a norm. And I wouldn't stop till I've stripped their innocence, divide and conquer. It's the oldest trick in the book of Genesis. And see, as they grew up, I would, I would continue my infiltration. For 12 years, I would steal their hearts and minds from them and call it education. If I was the devil, my next victim would be women. I'd make old, out-of-touch men control women's bodies and rights. What better way to curse God than to disrespect the very bringers of life? Speaking of God, if I was the devil when it comes to religion, I'd put my plan together perfectly. I'd allow you to worship Jesus every Sunday, and on the other six days, I'd make you worship me. In the form of money, fame, lust, and greed to my religion, I wouldn't need to convert you. I'd turn the Ten Commandments to the Ten Suggestions and make virtue signaling more important than virtue. I'd give you just enough religion to hate each other, but not enough to love each other. And for my final evil strategy, I'd make you forget the whole purpose of religion was spirituality. If I was the devil, I, I wouldn't come dressed in a red cape and pointy horns. I'd drive a Lambo, have a pretty face and a Gucci belt on. Basically, I'd take the form of everything you ever wished for and watch you create your own hell. I don't need to torch the earth. And as far as politicians go, I'd change nothing. They're already doing my dirty work. If I was the devil low-key, I'd be behind the scenes. You wouldn't have to see me. I would normalize dysfunction and call it reality TV. And in this reality, I would attack your self-worth, making it hard to heal from. I'd show you images of fake bodies and make them more attractive than real ones. If I was the devil, I'd make you pray to technology and idolize those who create it. I'd make clout the number one drug and steal millions of lost souls as they chased it. 
Now, if I was the devil, I, I wouldn't do it all at once. I'd take my time instead. I'd eat away at your morals little by little. Exactly how cancer spreads. Speaking of cancer, if I was the devil, I'd feed you tasty food that makes you ill. Then I'd turn your doctors into drug dealers, selling you pills that keep you coming back instead of truly heal. Yeah, if I was Lucifer, then I'd know life and death are in the tongue. So I'd make your knife and fork your executioner. So you can't achieve higher consciousness if your body is sick. You won't opt for positive information if you have inflammation. If I was Satan, my cleverness would be admired. Why do you think the word inflammation literally means to set on fire? If I was the devil, I'd show you how to really flex. I would release pandemics on the world to give people the chance to really care for each other and then sit back and laugh as they exploited and became scared of each other. Basically, if I was the devil, I'd keep doing what I'm doing. God is my witness. I already control your systems. Don't try to fight against this. Because for my last trick, I would make smart people like you doubt whether I ever existed. The devil's real, and he's moving heavily, and it's up to God's remnant to stand and hold the line and to awaken the others to bring them within the body of Christ. Our mission's huge, our commission's great, and God has entrusted us with something profound and amazing to rescue, to heal, and to restore the children. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, 
This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 